0: And welcome to Asian Pacific Voices Radio, where you'll find stimulating conversations that explore diverse topics and stories impacting our communities. I'm your host, Rasha Goyal, and joining me today is the visionary CEO and founder of Papa Lowdown Agency, a trailblazing force in the world of public relations. This individual's strategic acumen and dedication to helping businesses thrive has made her a sought-after figure. Under her leadership, Papa Lowdown Agency continues to redefine the ways brands connect with their audiences, driving success and growth in the ever-evolving digital landscape. It is my pleasure to welcome Paloma Concordia to Asian Pacific Voices Radio. Welcome, Paloma. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you for having me, Russia.
0: Well, it is such a pleasure to have you. You're such a force to reckon with. I'd love to start off just talking a little bit about your upbringing, uh, your childhood, and how that influenced you to go into this particular career path. We know PR can be a very cutthroat industry. Yeah. Um,
1: so my parents uh, both immigrated here to San Francisco, um, In the 70s, my father is from Cebu, Philippines, and my mother is from Zaragoza, Spain. And the way they met was because my dad came to the United States first and ended up in the Air Force, then ended up stationed in Zaragoza, met my mom there, they got married, and then my mom moved to the United States, um, and then I was born. in 1979. So that's how I ended up in in the United States. And, um, you know, my upbringing in the Bay Area, I was surrounded by Filipino families and Filipino community. Um, so I always felt um, connected to my Filipino culture and roots. Um, at the same time, I was, you know, lucky and privileged enough to visit spain as a child and be connected to my family in spain as well um, and yeah and the bay area is so diverse so i i think just you know that having that upbringing just uh is a special um place for people to grow up in and i think it definitely shaped who i am and um the the views i have now and the, and the work i do for sure um yeah. And, and that's kind of how I started out in terms of the PR world. I didn't know what I wanted to do out of high school exactly. Um, and I ended up at a fashion school, um, not studying design, but I chose marketing and management as, um, the place that I wanted to grow my expertise in. And so I went to that college and Got picked up um, by Gap's retail management program, so I learned how to be a manager in my early twenties, running a multi million dollar business, um, you know, as a retail manager and, and a staff of thirty people, like before I was even twenty one. So um, that really laid a lot of foundation, um, I think, for me as a leader and as an entre- entrepreneur was this retail. Um, management background that I had early on.
0: So you were almost already in training to be, become this entrepreneur that you probably didn't even know was on your pathway. Um, I I find it so interesting that you grew up at home between two cultures and then, of course, being in the Bay Area, definitely surrounded by so many different communities. Many entrepreneurs draw their inspiration from their cultural heritage. Is there anyone um, that played a particular role or inspiration along your journey like a cultural role model for you? Yeah. Um, you know, I would say my clients actually
1: were a lot of that inspiration came from the arts activist community in the Bay area. And so, um, you know, my journey kind of has some ins and outs and I landed back in the Bay area after going to New York Um in college as well. And when I came back, I really was inspired by hip hop. And so shout out to hip 50 years of hip hop um, this year. But yeah, hip hop really inspired me and, and the arts activist community in the Bay Area really inspired me to want to support the arts community in the role of PR and marketing.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, well, let, let's talk about your agency, Papa Lowdown Agency. First of all, congratulations. I understand 14 years. Yeah, today is actually our 14-year
1: anniversary since I decided to, like, go on this journey of entrepreneurship.
0: Well, that is incredible. So congratulations from all of us. Tell me a little bit more about the agency. And the name, first of all, is such a catchy name, Papa Lowdown Agency. How'd you come up with it? Yeah, it's interesting. Um,
1: one of my clients, illiteracy, they were a spoken word group, um, and they wanted to give me a nickname. Um, we were on tour, and they came up with this nickname of Papalo, which is kind of a play off of my name, Paloma. Um, and so that stuck, and so they called me Papalo um, as a, a endearing nickname. And then I started a blog called The Lowdown, and. I ended up merging that nickname of Papa Low and the Lowdown into Papa Lowdown. And that started off as like a blog and just kind of a space for me to share thoughts and interview people in the music industry because I was in the music industry for a little bit. And um, yeah, and then that evolved into Papa Lowdown Agency and the company.
0: (laughs) I love it. You have such a diverse background i I want to talk about your journey a little bit, especially coming in as a female entrepreneur right and 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 starting this and again, like I'd mentioned earlier, I know a little bit about the p r industry. It can be a very um competitive market, so here you are building your own agency. Talk to me about any challenges that you may have had along the way, and especially even um, be, with your cultural background and navigating, were there any unique opportunities or challenges that stand out to you as you built your way up?
1: Yeah. When I got involved in the arts activist community in San Francisco and the Bay Area, um I was working for a dig- digital distribution company. And so this was kind of like as music was getting uploaded into the internet. And I was on the marketing team and was wanting to promote and support um Filipino American artists and was receiving pushback by the company of like, not wanting to promote them, and so that was my first kind of experience, like firsthand experience of feeling that resistance of like, no, they they don't fit, you know, the typical mold of what the music industry wants to promote, right? And so that was the spark that made me want to start my own agency, was so that I could. Um, promote and work with artists that inspire me that um, I believe in and not someone that I'm being told to because it's my job. Um, so that was one of the sparks. And then at, at that same company, I um, experienced sexual harassment by the CEO um, during a conference. Um, and so that also was the catalyst of me saying, I'm gonna quit and I'm gonna start my own business. And you know the, the path to that maybe wasn't quite as immediate, but that was definitely a, a turning point um, for me to
0: say, I'm gonna do this. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that with us. Cause I can imagine what an uncomfortable situation that can be. Um, I'm going to jump to the artist. Do you feel in this day and time because things have changed, of course from when you started to now, is it easier to showcase and represent these artists that come from different cultural backgrounds or do you feel like we're still kind of trying to fight for it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think things have definitely um improved and changed and I think the work that um, you know, the people I'm in community with and just all, you know, social justice movement activists have been working towards, there has been some change, um, you know, since 14 years ago, 15 years ago. Um, But there's always new challenges that arise or, you know, like there's still, um, there's still, it's still an uphill battle, but you see Filipino American artists much more prominently in the media now. And I think there's more opportunities for Asian-American artists, Filipino artists um, in general today. So I feel like, you know, in our own small way, Pop Lowdown Agency um, has contributed to that path being cleared.
0: Absolutely. Paloma, are you okay if I go back to the sexual harassment question really quick for you? Yeah, please. Um, more, more on this side of, I, you know, I think, of course, being a woman too, like that that topic is so sensitive to me. And the reason I wanted to bring that back up is I think we still live in a community where people are speaking up. But sometimes I feel, and this could just be me as Asian American women, we tend to step back maybe and don't know if we should raise our voice around it or how to navigate a situation like that. So I'd like to ask you, would you have advice for any women especially in our communities because we tend to be more softer and you know we we don't know sometimes how to approach the situation.
1: Yeah, I mean you know I didn't have a lot of the language that is available to us now or even understanding like really systems of oppression or even you know just I was really young when that experience happened and I think young people today are much more equipped. Um my personality wise, I don't like conflict, you know? And so when I experienced it, I did keep it to myself and I didn't make noise about it. Instead, I was like, well, I'm not going to participate in this anymore. Um, I'm not going to keep coming to work and pretend like nothing happened or, you know, there was other things happening in that office environment that were very toxic. So I just was like, I'm out. And, and I left. And so, you know, I think if it's something that you believe is worth fighting for, then you should. But for me, I didn't see it as a path. I wanted to continue down anyways. And so I quit without having another job lined up, which I'm not saying you should do that, but you know, if if that's what moves you, like I very much go off my intuition and make decisions on like what I feel is right. And so um, that has never failed me. and And so I would say, you know, go with your gut and talk to counsel, like your friends or mentors If you do need to talk to a lawyer, talk to a lawyer, Um, but always know that you have a way out and you have a choice to leave and to not let the fear of like, how am I going to pay bills um, really like trap you in, in staying because solutions will appear when you least expect it to, you know?
0: Absolutely. and You make such a great point there. Thank you for sharing that advice. Thank you. Well, you were able to leave and create this incredible, magnificent agency. And um, now your agency also is known for its innovative approach um, or philosophy to guide your team's work. So is there anything particular that you guys do to stay ahead? Because this is an industry that's rapidly changing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'd say too, like our the What makes us different too is that, you know, there's a lot of different industries you can go into in PR and what we do, we're working with a lot of arts organizations and scholars and creative entrepreneurs who are rooted in social justice work. And so I think that's kind of like where we differentiate because we're not just doing publicity for publicity's sake to be like, look, I want to be more popular or um, you know, make more money, although sure, everyone needs to make money, but it's really about documenting our stories, being to amplify our stories and have them available to future generations to see like, wow, this happened, this person did this, this project came to life, you know, and so documenting our stories for historical purposes is the work that I really feel rooted to is like PR is activism in that way.
0: Love that. Well, is is there a particular project or campaign that you've worked on that you're very proud of? And can you share maybe some of the factors that contributed to the success of that campaign? Yeah. um, Let's see. You know, Larry
1: Itliong is a labor leader that isn't very well known, a Filipino-American labor leader. And Um, The book Journey for Justice, The Life of Larry Itliong was written by Dr. Don Mabalon and Gail Romasanta. Um, And that there was never a book written about him before. And so that was a project that our team worked on. And so seeing it now where it has, you know, it's in libraries, it's in classrooms, um, there are conversations happening around it. There's a musical now getting um, created out of um, Larry's story. So that um, was, I feel like, a really powerful project that we worked on because of like the significance of knowing who our leaders are, who our historical figures are. Um, another campaign that we worked on um, with a client is Cultivate Labs and they are working on the economic development of the Filipino Cultural Heritage District in San Francisco. Um, and so they were on the front page of a major paper in the city. And so having Filipinos on the front page of a newspaper um, for something that's empowering the community is something that I, you know, when I saw that and held the paper in my hands, I was crying because of how powerful that is for, you know, folks to see themselves in that space and just to have our stories be shared with everybody.
0: That is so important. I think if I'm not mistaken, there's a movie coming out in October, uh, which is a Filipino, it's, it's a Filipino movie that I've been hearing about. I'm sorry. The name is slipping me right now, but, um, I think that Dolly De Leon is in it. Um, so, and I think ABS, the CBN, or yes, I think they're highlighting it. They're behind it. But again, full filipino so it's it's really exciting to see that happening
1: more movies coming out and so it's exciting that you know we're we're out there in the media much
0: more dominant absolutely when it comes to your clients paloma how do you how does that work like do you find them do they find you because especially there's a deeper layer here to the social justice cause that you know is is really close to your heart so how does Mm -hmm. that come together for you
1: You know, I feel really blessed that our community, our network um, really is is what drives um, the growth of our company, because it's people talking to each other and say, hey, you should work with Pop Lowdown, like call Paloma. Um, So a lot of it is just folks um, hearing about us from their own friends and colleagues and networks.
0: And we have just a few minutes left here. So I'd love to, the time goes by so fast. I feel like we just started with you. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to share about the agency? Um, Well, I actually wanted to touch base on the question that
1: you um, had earlier of like what cutting edge or what are, you know, publicists doing nowadays to keep up with things. And um, since I didn't quite answer it, but AI is a big conversation and so using ChatGPT, I would say is something new that we are um, incorporating into our workflow is um, seeing how AI can help us brainstorm and just come up with different story angles. Um, so that's one thing is embracing AI as, as as well as keeping our eye on how it is problematic. Um, yes. And- <laughs> and really with pr and your journalists like it's about patience and persistence so it is <laughs> you know like just being patient and persistent with the stories with the angles with the op- the timing of it all and you know that um i don't think will ever change in the industry and so i think just reminding ourselves of that and like really being um patient with ourselves in the process
0: <laughs> absolutely And um, also, what are some other things that excite you? What are you passionate about, especially when it comes to your involvement with the youth, arts, nonprofits, small businesses in the community?
1: Yeah, um, I was recently appointed to uh, the City of Oxnard's Cultural Arts Commission. So I'm excited to be more involved in um, the community here in Oxnard and see the Chumash land. And um, I... I'm also a parent, so I am very much involved with my children's lives and um going to soccer games and, and all that good stuff. I would also like to share, like, I feel so good. I'm I'm 43 and I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life right now because I finally have the time and space, and I think like just wherewithal of like, no, I need to prioritize this. Um, so I just want to share that because I, it's so important. Like if we're not doing well, then nothing else can do well. (laughs) So, um,
0: yeah.
1: So just, you know, running yoga, strength building, I like rotate that in my daily schedule and try to just do something every day so that I can be here tomorrow. (laughs) So the self-care part of it. And how many children do you have? Um, Well, one is an adult now. So I guess three, three technically that are still little, um, 10 year old and nine year old twins. So one's an one year old. Um, Yeah, so they're fun.
0: You've got a busy schedule. Let me ask you this as we wrap up. Beyond being a CEO and a founder, what, what are some things that you enjoy? Um, I mean, I know you mentioned yoga. Anything else that you enjoy doing just to unwind and have Paloma time?
1: Yeah, dancing is always fun. You know, um, putting on a, a song that reminds me of my younger days and letting loose um, is always, you know, a go-to thing and, um, watching movies with my kids. Like we're Friday night is always movie night. So (laughs) yeah, just going through
0: all the good movies out there. I love that. And I'm so glad you touched on the self-care because I think it's so important. I mean, I'm a, I'm a person who practices meditation. I'm a Reiki healer myself. And I think, in this day and age, and especially when you are a founder, an entrepreneur, CEO of your own company, and a mom, um, you know, it's, it, it is so important to find that way to balance ourselves because if we don't have that balance, we're, I find that we're just unable to really perform at the level that we can. So having that mental and physical stamina is just so, so important for all of us. Yeah. And sleep. So, yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Never discredit sleep. <laughs> well, I want to thank you. <laughs> I make sure I go to sleep early, but yeah, same here, same here. Uh, Paloma Concordia. Thank you so much. Uh, Papa Lowdown Agency for being with us. Where can our audience, our viewers find you?
1: Yeah. Um, please visit the website. Papalowdown.com, p a p a l o d o w n.com, um, Instagram Papalowdown Agency, and yeah, subscribe to the newsletter. I always send out some great information and tips on PR um, things. So thanks for jo- you know joining me on that journey.
0: No, absolutely, and and something as we sign off here, I'd love to also ask you any advice for listeners, especially women. Uh, that are thinking about starting a new business in marketing and public relations?
1: Yeah, I'd actually say if you like marketing, you should try public relations. Um, They work really well together, and there's so much opportunity for women of color to be in the field of PR. There's not that many. Um, The majority um, is white in the PR profession. So please, yeah, if you're in that space of marketing, branding, Find me um, because I teach PR too. So there's a course you can take um, with me or asynchronous asynchronous, um, to learn PR.
0: I love that. See, and we do need voices. We need voices from all different backgrounds. So thank you for mentioning that. It has been such a pleasure having you once again. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Make sure if you are listening to me or watching that you do connect with Paloma and find out more about Papa Lowdown Agency. Again, I'd also love to hear from all of you, our valued listeners, about any suggestions you may have on topics, uh, questions, guests, anything. Also, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast. Platform, as well as follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, now known as X. Asian Pacific Voices Radio is produced by Asian Culture and Media Alliance, a nonprofit that empowers our Asian and Pacific Islander communities with The Voice Through Media Arts. Now, if you would like to support our program, please do visit us at asianpacificvoicesradio.com. I'm Rasha Goel. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to join us again next week for another thought-provoking Asian Pacific Voices Radio. Until then, have a great week.